Hey everyone, if you're tuning in and about to listen to this episode, I apologize for the bad microphone quality, at least on my end of the conversation. Uh, this recording was rather spontaneous, and so I had to work with what I got. Either way, I hope you enjoy the episode. So anyway, Andy, what are we doing today on the podcast? Yeah, so um, I had two ideas. The first one um, was to react or review one of Kwin's blog posts. Let's do it. I think I really randomly started reading one of his posts on the toilet once and okay. thought <laughs> thought I would just comment on one of them to, uh, to let him know that people still read it. Yeah, yeah. And so for those of you who are unfamiliar, Kaywin is a good old friend of ours that we met in college. Um, many quirks, good at tennis, good at cutting hair. Uh, yeah, he's a good guy currently in med school, his third year. And you can check out his blog at kaywinz.blogspot.com. And that's C-A-Y-W-I-N-Z.blogspot.com. So which post of Kaywin's did you want to look at first? So I really wanted to just get something really easy to skim over and uh, something that we could do very spontaneously because this this is a very spontaneous podcast today. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, we hadn't done one in a month and it was sort of on my mind. And uh, so, uh, you know, I just uh, thought I would uh, check in with Alan, see, tell him we haven't done one in a while. And yeah, we're doing it 10 minutes yeah, later. We're doing it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so do it now uh, because you want, you say you'll do it later and it'll never happen. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I saw one that's actually a list, a few things I'm thankful for, and I'm just reading it. It was written on November 28th, Thursday, 2019. So I want to say that was Thanksgiving. Maybe that's what prompted him to write this post. Probably. Um, Seems like let, it. Let me just scroll back. Actually, it was, uh, oh, this is 2019. This is uh, yeah. over a year ago. Okay, so. A year and a half, yeah. That, this right, was I probably, yeah, 2019, pre-pandemic um, Thanksgiving. Yeah. And to situate him, he was a first-year medical student, maybe a few months out uh, into the year. And let's see, he was thankful for, I'm sure there are many things to be thankful for, but brevity of the soul of the wit. I have no wit, so my list is a bit long. Good start. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to read number one? Number one, God's providence in every step. Now, that's very good that he's uh, keeping it in mind that, you know, every step of the way, uh, God is somehow working um, in his life and uh, uh, kind of with him at every step. Uh he said, I've written about several examples in previous posts, but I'm continually blown away by my lack of faith and his continual providence. Also grateful to the holy men and women in Redeemer and CMDA who keep me grounded. Mm, I remember he was saying how he was surprised by just how many people were in CMDA at his new med school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you have one at uh, 
U Chicago? Yeah, we do. We do. It's called uh, PCF, also part of CMDA. It stands for Pritzker Christian Fellowship. Hmm. So um, I guess we have gatherings every now and then. Not really much these days, but uh, we do have prayer meetings on Zoom. And I've been to a couple. Nice. Yeah. What about your med school? Yeah, we had a chapter of CMDA. Um, I was not very active, I, I would say. Uh, I went to a yeah. few of the meetings. Um, there was a good core group, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, it, I, th I think um, I, I can't say too much about it, but uh, it's good that I think Kaywin. He was coming from Chicago. He was looking for a good church. I, I mm -hmm. assume Redeemer is the church he found at yeah. Urbana-Champaign. Mm -hmm. I, I, I like how it's his number one. shows how it's, I don't know, how despite all the things that happened to him in his life, that there is something that anchors him. And I, I do see that in him, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, really uh, God's providence in every step. He's um, carrying God uh with him yeah 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 i'd say i'm pretty thankful for that too so mm -hmm. yeah all right number two my chicago community since school started i've managed to visit chicago almost every month watched a musical volunteered at the marathon attended a radiology conference in and out of the airport etc it's awesome to stay in the loop of people's lives and still feel like part of it so many new babies, so cute. Also excited for all the weddings coming up next year. <laughs> Little did he know. SARS CoV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2019 would strike uh -huh. a month afterwards. Yeah. But um I yeah, I I I it reminds me of how when I started med school and graduate school, I the people that I met from U Chicago who stayed in Chicago um, formed a large part of my Chicago community and they too kept me grounded. So yeah, it was nice. Um, and I remember the, I know the radiology conference he was attending because it was held at UC that mm -hmm. year. So uh, I got to, I got to see him and he actually stayed over for one night. So, yeah. Yeah. I kind of re relate uh... I think I've taken Chicago community for granted, but yeah. just being able to stick around after college, I didn't really have to make too many new friends uh, or I wasn't that worried going into med school or residency, uh, just knowing that I'd have people I knew already. Yeah. And, and I think UBF and when you were there, I think it was one of the ways that I felt like, yeah, you know, I, I have the same community that I had, um, back in college in a lot of ways. So yeah, I don't know about you, but I've seen my Chicago community change a lot because people are getting married. People are moving on with their lives. Some people are moving to Boston or California um, to start new jobs and everything. And I mean, yeah, you, you left, uh, you left UBF to go to church with Emily. And so yeah, communities change. And uh that's what taught me. Yeah. Don't take that for granted hmm. since I saw what it was like when everyone's gone, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Are, are you referring to the, the community at UBF has somewhat changed or the, I yeah, the, I think it's changed a lot. Characteristic. Like, like back in our day, like you were there, um, Julio was there. I, uh, I think we got to see Paul and Roxy a little bit more. Hmm. Um, yeah. A few, a few other people, uh, you know, Tim and Lindsay were there. Um, but hmm. Yeah, I mean, like a lot of those people are gone now. Yeah, where is uh, Roxy and Paul? I I just saw him at Home Depot. I think um, Paul wants to become Catholic, and Roxy is also looking in investigating Catholicism. So they have not been at UBF as much, hmm. and part of uh, other Catholic churches. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I saw him at a Catholic liturgy that John and Yoon invited me to. So. Yeah. Yeah. All this to say, um, that your, uh, very familiar community, uh, just with passage of time, um, can change. And that's actually one of the points that my, uh, pastor at, uh, Emmanuel Baptist, uh, really brings up is just the challenges of, uh, doing ministry in the city mm-hmm. and um, there are people he calls like the the sailors who like go to a city and then leave after a few years mm-hmm. uh, but then there are the lo- longshoremen he he coins um, which is kind of a sailing term and it's people who kind of anchor in a city and um, are, are like a core group and both are very mm-hmm. necessary uh yeah particularly the longshoremen yeah. and he's trying yeah, to I, yeah. recruit yeah. them mm. i i would be a long i i guess i am a longshoreman just by nature of being in an eight-year program but mm-hmm. yeah yeah i guess communities are something i haven't really thought as much about because i haven't had a fresh start ever since i moved to chicago for college um, ever since then, there's always been communities that I've lingered around for. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, number three, uh, new Sham- Shambana friends. Probably Shambana. one of the most. <laughs> that's how they call it, I guess. It's a. Shambana. I don't even remember what that term is where you smush two. A portmanteau word. Portmanteau. You're talking about like, yeah, portmanteau, like spork, right? Spork, yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay, very, very uh, sophisticated, Kaywin. Uh, new Shambana <laughs> friends. Probably one of the most solid group I've been part of. I'm so humbled by how talented everyone is and at the same time fun and hardworking, which kind of goes hand in hand with med school. Very hardworking. Mm-hmm. I sometimes wish I'd met them earlier. Then I remember uh, we will be stuck for four more years. Yay. They challenged me to be my best in school and maybe more often in sports. Mm. So it sounds like there's a, a, he sees a lot of talent in sports. Yeah. Yeah. Did you make a lot of new friends when you went to Northwestern? I guess I, I did. I, um, met a kind of a core group of friends uh 
what whether I saw these same characteristics in them. Um, fun and hardworking. I guess I did not um, flock towards the hardworking uh, group. <laughs> so maybe I, I was drawn to people more just for their kind of laid back personality, very friendly. Yeah, same. Um, and same. funny. Yeah. Uh, so so fun and and talented i guess uh huh i think people were talented but mm -hmm. i i don't know if i was uh absolutely struck by that yeah um, maybe i avoid people that seem really talented because i feel inferior mm. and and then uh feel bad about myself i see uh, rather than getting inspired to do really talented things. Huh. For me, it could be one or the other when I'm around very capable, talented people. I think it really depends on the person. So. Mm -hmm. For example, Phil, Dr. Phil, he, he, he's like pretty driven and ta quite talented. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He does he, you know, so, sometimes I could feel a little inferior to, to his, uh, his level of uh, proactivity. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, for me, it's it's not that I would avoid it, but it's it's more like if I see his proactivity, I feel like I like I gotta do something similar. Like I gotta <laughs> like I like it. It almost ignites a drive within me. That's good. But, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a. Um... But but ha if you have too much of that, then you start to feel like you're not enough if you don't judging that, yourself right? right 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 yeah all right want to move to number four yeah all right number four free stuff at school i like this one mm -hmm. while not quite comparable to perks at work free food and swag are now worth a lot more given my negative income just like in college it is the little things that spark joy some classmates are even more extreme deal seekers than I am. <laughs> Med students are intense, dot, dot. <laughs> mm. I'm, I, I don't know if I'd call myself a deal seeker because I don't, I don't go out of my way to websites to look for the best deals online. But you give me free stuff, especially free food, I'll take it. Mm -hmm. Like when it's handed to you or you just have to show up. Yes, and... yes, when it's physically there. That's, right. that's, yeah, that's online. Actually, I, I bumped into a couple of friends yesterday and I hadn't, I hadn't like talked to them in like years, actually. I had first met them like four years ago and they were like, they were like first years uh, in the college. So I saw them in the dining hall. And um, apparently back then I had this reputation for like asking, um, youngsters that I was friends with for a guest swipe to the dining hall. You did? And then, <laughs> yeah. and then when I got in the dining hall, I bring my backpack and in that backpack was like four or five cases of empty Tupperware. <laughs> I would just grab like three or four plates of food and then just like, you oh. know, sur surreptitiously just like stuff it all in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially like the chicken breasts and vegetables and you know got to get those protein and, and those nutrients mm -hmm. um but i saw them yesterday and they like they just had to point that out they're like 
<laughs> yeah. Cause oh, one yeah. of them, one of them, she even checked like, what was the last thing I messaged you on Facebook about? And we were talking about guest swipes to the dining hall. <laughs> oh, so yeah. How do you feel about that reputation that, that you have that? You know, on one hand, like I think a big part of my story and identity was learning not to care what other people thought about me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, it's fair game. It's food. It's like, you know, you know, it's all you can eat at this dining hall. And so I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care much. But then I think over the last few years, um, there's just been this slow, subtle, steady transition into grown uphood and adulthood. Mm. And that often means like not doing things that like just out of like, that can, uh, you know, just look weird in terms of social norms, you know, because mm -hmm. I think before I had more extreme philosophies where I was, I was, where I was like, you know, you know, is this, you know, where my logic was like, if you're going to avoid doing something just because of how others perceive you, like, I don't think that's a good reason, you know, mm -hmm. like it should be based on the moral or ethical basis of whatever, you know, like if it's actually, if it's actually good, then do it if it's actually bad then don't do it but if it's like oh i'm afraid of people judging me like i think you should not fear people um but i think that i don't know like you're a doctor right now so you probably understand the practice like i guess the word is practicality you understand the practical necessity of being professional of looking a certain way whether it's in your dress or your words or your behavior and I think I have to, I've been assuming a similar role. Make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I get you. Um, yeah, and sometimes uh, when you're seeking a romantic interest, sometimes some of your own individuality has to be curbed a little bit. Mm. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, and Kaywin, yeah, definitely strikes me as a, one of the more extreme deal seekers than, than me. Uh, I remember he would sign up for a lot of these meal delivery services like HelloFresh. <clears throat> mm -hmm. There's always another one that he's signing up for, for like 10 free meals. And mm. that, that, that level of needing that, that activation energy to do that for me is uh, a little too much. And I, yeah. I didn't ever, you know, put my email down, make a password, make an account. Yeah. See, cause you have to go out of your way and put effort into doing that. Right. So it's mm -hmm. different from being at like a, like a fair and then just like grabbing all the goodies that they're doing away. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah um plus i i hate those things because it's like you have to remember to cancel your credit card and like yeah. your membership you know and then right. that's where they'll get you yeah. i think so let's see anything else with that one perks free swag what's the best swag that you've gotten before the best swag that i've gotten oh, off the top of my head it's always the things that like you keep using time and time again. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know, like I've definitely gotten interesting swag. Like, uh, like my, uh, like, like my program gave me like a, one of those like 
foldable picnic blankets. Oh um, yeah. That was going to be mine. Oh really? But yeah. see, if my criteria is that I use it a lot, I've, I've never used it before. So oh, okay. I don't know if that's count, but I, I, I've seen a lot of other people use it. Mm-hmm. I don't use a lot of the mugs that they give away just cause I already have some. Yeah. So it's hard to, it's hard to think of one. Mm-hmm. So you, you use the picnic blanket a lot, I'm guessing. Yeah. I think I used it on my third date with Emily. Uh, mm-hmm. We did like a little tennis lesson and then got a burger and then had wine at uh, Ohio Street Beach on that nice. on that uh, mat. Hmm. And so, yeah, nice. it, we I think we've used it quite often. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I will say one of the nice things I got was um, a pair of gloves from my MD PhD program. That was that was useful for winter. Yeah. 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 No, no. I thought of something that I really liked and I used it all the time. Um, when I was in college, I was an orientation aide. And as a thank you gift, they gave us one of those blankets with like sleeves in them. So you can like kind of wear it, oh. um, a wearable blanket. And then yeah. the, the, the fur on that blanket was just so like, it was almost like velvet. So it was really nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so I've used that over and over and over again. So, yes, that is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Let me move on to number f- five here. All right. Relatively good health. It is ex- increasingly clear to me that it can be hard to stay healthy in med school. Our class has seen a high prevalence of sickness and injuries just in the span of four months. Personally, I've had just two minor incidents. Getting my first root canal has made me cut down on sweets quite drastically. A fall from my bike forced me to take a break from climbing and tennis, which wow. is probably good for school. In any case, hopefully we'll all learn to take better care of ourselves. That's an interesting observation. Like as you get older, have you found that like your diet and your physical activity, like, do you have to put more, do you have to just supervise yourself and like, you know, yeah, control I, yourself I, a bit more? I will say I have not, I had not gone to a primary care doctor, um, in like all of residency and most of med school. So I just went this past week and my blood pressure was 130 over something. And And you want to be like 120, right? Yeah. And so I, I looked back and I was like, you know, I'm, I've been playing tennis, uh, every day. I should be able to just like add salt. I'm, I'm sweating it out. But I, I think I've been putting a little bit too much salt or like, you know, I get a uh, kimchi jjigae or like a sundubu Korean soup, very salty and just drink it all because I'm like, I need the IV fluid pretty much. Um, and so I think I've needed to, in just like these past two days, been more aware of like, okay, I shouldn't uh add salt soy sauce or like somebody invited me to korean barbecue this weekend and i was like "Ooh, that uh could Mm. raise my blood pressure so definitely uh you know highly recommend staying uh updated uh Mm. with your healthcare just because yeah something as benign as just seeing my blood pressure really I think has really motivated me at least these past two days to, uh, to, to watch it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I haven't gotten my blood pressure taken in a while. Good, good advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thankfully, yeah, my lipids were okay, but I've definitely been eating more meat slash keto type. Mm. Do you do you feel like do you feel yourself like putting on weight or anything? No, I yeah, I mostly just visual inspection, seeing if I'm adding weight or not. And it was fine. So I, I guess the insidious blood pressure was more of a surprise. Yeah, yeah. All right. I will I will be aware of the amount of salt I eat. <sighs> yeah. I I there are times in like graduate school where I feel like I'd come home after a long day in lab and I just I just kind of let myself go in terms of like snacks and diet. And like, yeah, like so my weight is I think my weight's fluctuated a fair amount compared to like other people. Um Right now, I think I'm at an okay spot, but um, yeah, can't mess around with your diet forever. So, yeah. Thank, thank God for relatively good health. Yeah, and um, I think one of my posts in my blog, it was talking about how I wish it was a realization I was washing some bowls or ceramic cups. And it was like, just uh, every time you wash it, you essentially restore it to like a near pristine level. And I was wishing that my life could be more like that. Just every day is the same. Um, But then I realized those ceramic cups as washable and nonstick and hard to stain as they are, you can chip them. And so you know, our, our bodies are very much like that. Um, day to day, you don't have too many changes, but when you get an injury or something like that, uh, it's scary that you might carry it with it for the rest of your life. Yeah. You really like your metaphors, don't you? Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I guess, uh, that's just what happens when I'm washing dishes. It's it's something I've noticed about you. It's like you'll see an object and then it'll make you think of some metaphorical insight. Um, that's usually an observation about society or human behavior. Mm-hmm. At least in your blog posts, right? Going yeah, from yeah. A to B, everything's a set of tubes. Yeah, That's a good abstraction of a lot of what mm-hmm. I've written about, I think. Yeah, yeah. All right, number six, Kaywin is thankful for patience, both real and standardized, for allowing me to enter their worlds, for reminding me why I've chosen this route, for bearing with my clumsiness, for sense of humor despite physical suffering, for words of encouragement, for being patient. It's a good one. Yeah, he's... uh using the two different meanings of like patience and mm-hmm. being patient. Yeah. I, I did enjoy my experiences with standardized patients though. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, cause they know exactly what to say and yet they're like putting on a great act of every, of, of, of what a real patient is like. Yeah. And they're like trying to enter into what a patient might actually experience. And then they give you the feedback of like, 
oh, I was feeling this when you said that. And Mm -hmm. it's almost like talking to somebody real. Yeah, yeah. And like, I haven't even gotten to second year where we're supposed to encounter a difficult patient and like they'll act that out as well. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And they're the ones who teach you how to do like the physical exam, like when, you know, despite you doing it on them, which I think, I don't know, it's really neat. Good. May need to wrap wrap up in a little bit. I'm going to pick up dinner, free dinner, actually, I guess a perk. There's a pharma dinner that um, they're doing like takeout instead of bringing us all to a fancy restaurant. It's from Shake Shack. Nice. Uh, let's see. Patience, technology. I've come to appreciate all the technologies that make modern medicine possible. Even though I'm only learning about their engineering at a very superficial level, I am intellectually stimulated most days. On a more personal note, I am so thankful for my alarm clock and noise canceling headphones. <laughs> that's that's uh, that raises a lot. Uh, I'm I'm curious about the the alarm clock and why the noise canceling headphones are so important to him. Mm. I Over I often wake up before my alarm clock actually, but yeah. yeah. Maybe he's, I think I've heard, remembered some stories of him oversleeping and with noise canceling headphones, is that like room noisy roommates potentially? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe when he has to study, he just turns it on and, you know, gets in a deep focus. Yeah. Or he really likes music because he, he's been really All into like of Spotify. those things can be true. Yeah. And, and yeah. wants to cancel everything else out. He's an audiophile. Mm-hmm. Audiophile. <laughs> you have anything more to say about this? Uh, no, not really. It, just that uh, Champana, the Carl Medical School, does have like a overlap with engineering. That's probably yeah. why he's mentioning it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah. It's, it's, I think technology is very, it's something to be very thankful for. It's also something that it's a, I think it's a very neutral thing, right? It's, it's like the technology is there and it depends on how you use it, right? So sometimes I see people around me and they just, um, they're just on their phone. And then, uh, and then in those moments, I'm more thankful for like person to person, in person interaction. But that's probably, that's different from what he's talking about, which is more of like, what can a, what can technology from an engineering standpoint allow us to do with perhaps like patients and surgeries and electronic health records and so on. Mm -hmm. So we're at the last one, but I uh, need to go downstairs. Um, All right. Sounds good. But you know, this is a nice reminder of, you know, we've only just commented, but the whole purpose of this was to be thankful and I'm, yeah, and I'm glad yeah. that Kaywin has made us think of these things. Yeah, let me read number eight. It's very short. Getting the best fortune cookie in the world. I don't know what that is. I he might have mentioned this. I probably forgot. Something that just fits with your with what you're going through your situation. Yeah. 
maybe it has to do with how he met Nat or how yeah how he met natalie or something i think he mentioned the story this one time i'll have to ask him later but yeah good talk good reaction yeah all right all right go get your catch you down. catch you later next time uh all right podcasters all right see y'all everybody bye